The following is not intended for younger audiences. The opinions expressed do not reflect the views of the podcaster's employers. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the one and only Two Dudes, One Double Feature. Welcome! Uh, welcome everyone to Two Dudes, One Double Feature, the show in which two dudes talk two films, and that is about it. I am Dude One, Richard. And I'm Dude Two, Joe. And today we have a very special episode because we have a very special guest. This is a very good friend of mine, one of my favorite people in the world, and uh, she's actually suggested two episodes to us in the past um both of which started off really well the both of which ended in a different way so we'll see how this one goes <laughs> but um it's always fun uh whenever she suggests anything and we're happy to have her this episode folks welcome dudette number three caitlin campbell yes yes thank you thank you thank you Woo! Oh no, you're too much. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <sighs> you know, doing, doing it. Just, How are you guys? Just living it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we're doing all. I'm doing all right. Joey, how you doing? Fine, really. Uh, <laughs> That's better than nothing. Uh, honestly, definitely, definitely glad we recorded today because. Literally, I had work a lot of like just work I had to complete earlier this week, and that's all done. So I'm like, it's nice to just have a free night, basically, just record and uh, you know talk about some movies, which is just it's really nice. Also, we're recording this as the Phantom of the Phantom of Suspiria episode is about to be posted to the world, and mm -hmm. that episode's been fully edited and done since Tuesday. So I'm just glad. It's done. You went on like you were on like a whole thing. Like you you edited like three separate things, and so I'm literally like, I gotta listen to all this. Oh no! <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> the other stuff is not as time sensitive. Now, Caitlin, how how are you feel? Have you have you done any like a podcast thing before? Is this like your first time doing something like this? Um, the only time I do anything like this is like in the shower when I like talk to myself like, oh, yes, thank you. I will accept this. I accept this award graciously. We don't have an award, but we can make one. <laughs> well, 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 best guest award, clearly. Oh, thank you. No offense yes. to anyone else, but. <laughs> Especially since. I can't say anything. I mean. We'll, we'll just move on yeah. from that. Anyway. Wikey's going to be so upset, Richard. You have well, no idea. Wikey is such a diva. Uh, <laughs> so unreasonable. So many excessive demands. Like, it has to stop. At least you didn't bring up your girlfriend in that light. <laughs> <laughs> she would just, Allison would just laugh. <laughs> She'd just be like, ha! So she thinks. Ha! She I'm the play best. up. She just she just be, she continued yes and it 
you know the actress <laughs> like improv that she is exactly yeah and i i, I would stop after a while because i i suck at that sort of thing so there you go <laughs> you just no see she'd be like yes and you'd be like no and we're good yes and period <laughs> scene <laughs> oh my goodness but no um i'm actually really excited to talk about these movies only because of like, because I do like them, but also just the experience with one of them specifically with Joey is just, it'll be an interesting conversation nonetheless. But um, I figured we could just jump right into our first feature. So basically, to give you some context, um, a while ago, I was, th- I, w- I kept thinking about if Caitlin wanted to be on an episode and I said, um, uh, I'd want you to have your own double feature if you wanted to be on the show. And so she came up with this and uh, it's a, it's an Ari Aster focused episode. If you don't know who he is, he's, he's come up in the horror scene and he's made a couple a 24 horror movies. You probably have heard of. And so we're going to talk about his first movie, the movie that really kind of uh, introduced the world to this man, Joey. What is our first movie from Caitlin's suggestion today? We are talking about... I feel like... It feels so weird introducing any of these movies. Uh, <laughs> except this is the movie... This is the film. Yes, you heard it here, folks. The film where everyone goes... Tony Collette should have been nominated for this movie. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is Hereditary. Woo! <laughs> yes! Yeah. <laughs> we're finally doing it <laughs> talking about hereditary i'm very happy that i finally got to see this it completes a dual uh, a duology of films where i saw us where people are like lapita should have been at least nominated for us and this is another film where people are like tony collette should have been nominated and i agree it's like so many horror movies i feel like where that like there's a really great lead actor that nobody seems to like it's like mia goth from pearl like she was so good in that and it's like nope <laughs> i don't nope. know i i think alex wolf kind of steals the show <laughs> with the whole uh he steals something else as well but <laughs> With his uh, his head banging skills and his uh, his driving skills yes. is very good. It's a banger, it's a banger. <laughs> Literally, they wrote Taxi Cab years before this. They knew this movie was coming out, so the Naked Brothers Band had to specifically write that song. I love that you went straight for that reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But. What is okay? So Joey, what's this movie about? You you're the you're you'd have you're the one of the three of us that have like zero experience with it. So I want to get your sort of takeaway from this whole thing. The best way I can describe this movie because we were talking before the show like elevated horror. So there's I was thinking Hereditary. This is a big thing on grief, right? And that that definitely plays into it, you know, because uh, Tony Collette. Uh, <laughs> Tony Collette uh, just lost her mother, who. Uh... Sorry, she's just the cat. <laughs> the, the cat lift was really funny. Uh, Tony Collette just lost her mother, whom she had a very 
uh, we'll call it strained, uh, interesting yeah. relationship yeah. of sorts. Um, but it, which also seems to be somewhat echoed with the relationship uh, she has with her daughter. I believe is, is that Charlie, Charlie daughter. I don't remember yeah. anybody's name. I just know Tony Collette, the daughter. Gabriel Byrne is Steve. I know that. <laughs> there's, uh, there's there's Charlie, who's the the young the young kid. There's what Peter? Yes, Peter is Naked Brother Part Two. <laughs> naked Brother Part Two. Um, my favorite Naked Brother, if I'm being honest. Um, and uh, Annie. I, I it's yeah, and Tony yes. Clark's character yes. name is Annie because because didn't we like sing songs? We we kept go we kept going. Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? At the beginning, she is. She's relatively. Yes. Yeah. For the most Rel- part. Yeah. He had just lost her mom. Rel- but... Rel- yeah. Yeah. And watching this in the beginning, the beginning of this versus the end of this, I feel like are two very different movies. And I'm very okay with that. Because at first it starts out like, oh man, this is like a great meditation on grief and just, uh, you know, just generational trauma. As, as it is, like, hereditary. Like, it just seems to be like a cycle that repeats. Mm-hmm. And... Again, there's spoilers for this, so like, it gets to the point where, also, you know, yeah, also, sorry. like, just just note that as this conversation goes on, we're going to be talking about some like touchy things, like yeah, we'll put like, that in the disclaimer too at the yeah. beginning, but yeah, um, this is your really really last warning. Yeah. Uh, uh, Charlie dies, <laughs> and and <laughs> we're going to get into the thing with that, but like. The thing that really hit me was when they're lowering the casket, in, mm-hmm. and and it just and the this, the the crying becomes more and more like muffled, and and muted. Uh, but then the second half of this movie, um, uh, shit hits the fan, and it, it's like it's like a spooky, like goofy, but like in the best possible way. I was howling at this thing. <laughs> uh, I had a. F- freaking blast <laughs> the, the the i i still remember like like the two i think the two moments when we were watching this caitlin uh where i think joey had the biggest reaction was first was i i uh, to a much smaller extent was charlie's death just because he's like mm-hmm. oh god oh god <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> and then the second the second one is when um what's the what's the dad's name again <laughs> Steve, Steve, when uh, when she throws Charlie's drawing book in the fire, and Steve just immediately, just lights up, yes, <laughs> lights up in the flame. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Gabriel Byrne, Byrne!" Ah! I believe whenever the we saw this in theaters too, as soon as that happened, I mouth just dropped. I was just in awe that this was actually something that happens in this movie. <laughs> just it you don't expect it but like i feel like that's a lot of the ending like like yes joey was saying it's like you don't expect anything that happened like you don't like the part when um i know we're kind of going all the way to the end but like the part when uh when peter wakes up and he's just sitting in the dark and then you just look in the corner and tony collette's just on the yes wall. <laughs> yeah yes she just like climbs the ceiling like no no acknowledgement other than you just see feet. Yes. <laughs> and then she just... Yeah. It was like, yeah. it was like a haunted house 
it's like a haunted house, like spooky, like things just pop out at you kind of kind of experience. <laughs> and like it, which is so funny because like the first half is just like it was what I was expecting it to be like a twenty four, like oh yes, mm-hmm. we are very very get get the pipe, get the pipe. <laughs> There you go. We're very sophisticated around here. Grief. <laughs> as as Charlie's head is clumped off, we are still feeling grief. The grief is hereditary. It's inherited. It continues on. It's a cycle. And then... <laughs> she's Batman! Wow, <laughs> 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 witches! And, they- and like... The bet, like other, like the other best part was he's in the attic, and like he's trying to hide from his mom, who's like going, just banging her head on the door, and there's just a naked person in the. You don't even know. It's just she's just standing there. Yeah, there's a lot of naked people in both of these movies. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this one more so than the second one. Yes, for some reason. Yes. a lot of elderly naked bodies. It's just, I think it's a fetish of our, it's like the foot thing for Quentin so. Tarantino. <laughs> yes. Yes, Ari Aster's foot is a naked old man. <laughs> we don't want to speak for Ari Aster also. These are just uh, <laughs> our theories. If Ari Aster, if you're listening to this, and if you're yes, insulted yes. by my interpretation and view of Hereditary, I'm sorry. I did enjoy this movie. <laughs> Just but also, like, don't listen to the second half. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> if we're gonna apologize to him right now, might as well just get out of the way. No, I, <laughs> I don't want like a thing where it's just like. Listen, that is, I am offended <laughs> that you would assume that I like this thing, uh, that I'm into this. Confirmed? We saw it here. <laughs> if Joaquin Phoenix is naked in the new movie, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but a lot of this, a good chunk of this is, is I don't want to say played straight, but it's very serious, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, like, I think, like, the, the, the strained relationship, not just between, you know, um, between Annie and Charlie, but of of course, um, what's the son's name again? I'm so sorry, Peter. Peter, yeah. Peter. Um, like, think Spider Man. Sp- like sp- like the relationship between her, um, between Annie and Peter, especially that one scene. I know Richard knows what I'm talking about. Oh, the, the dinner scene. Yeah, the dinner scene. <sighs> it's it's funny because like I I know I've had moments like that in my own household not in the same context but moments in my own household where like I would get into a shouting match with my with my family and so watching that like sadly there's a lot of relation you know I mean again it's it's a it's a very different context because I've never thankfully never been in a situation like that granted if if it was a situation exactly like that my head would have been on the ground because I'm the youngest one of the family so thank goodness it didn't happen <laughs> um but uh no it's that that scene like you don't see like I you don't I don't feel like you see that in movies a lot where because obviously you do see like families fight and everything but not to like that extent where it feels so real and so mm-hmm. intense, you know, because yeah. like that, like that, like arguably that one is probably outside of like the gorier stuff. That one's probably the hardest scene, at least for me to watch, I think, just because outside of Charlie, that that just top takes the cake like that, <sighs> especially if you know it's coming. Yes. Like, like cause how you said you've seen this a couple of times, Caitlin. 
yes, I've probably seen it May. I don't want to like seven times, exactly seven times, but at least a handful. <laughs> I'm very familiar with the whole premise of the movie. But like, what? How do you? How does it make you feel like watching it? Like after seeing it so many times, like when you get to a moment like that, do you feel kind of numb to it, or are you still like yes. affected by it? I'm just like, oh, it's this part. I love this part. Or oh, okay, now he's in flames. Or oh, he's slamming his head against uh, the desk now. And you're just like, oh, you. Oh yeah. Oh Ari, how how coincidental this happens. <laughs> You silly goose. (laughs) (laughs) You doing this? Yes. Um, Oh my goodness. But um, yeah, I just like this is, I think this is my second time ever watching both of these movies. But um, for this one, it was, it was nice to, to watch it and still be like, yeah, I still really like this movie after it all. But um, going like getting up to that, that scene with Charlie and and her death scene like that still like the whole time joey can attest to this i was like backing in my chair it's like no nope uh-uh nope nope don't make her go she no oh. i know she likes chocolate but we're not eating it no <laughs> we, 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 we there were so many seeds richard remember we're like all the seeds that were just bothering us we're just like here hold on, i have to pull it out hold on, i have to pull the prop <laughs> Oh yeah! Anytime, okay, Caitlin. So anytime we were bothered by anything, Joey and I would distract ourselves with his boobo from Clash of the Titans uh, <laughs> figure that he has. Because look, it does doesn't it doesn't it just make you like happy? Yes, <laughs> he just seems Our like emotional very support inviting. Boobo. <laughs> this is so friendly. This is the best. Like I, I hate to say how much I spent on this. Two hundred fifty dollars I've ever spent. <laughs> Hey, that's a better purchase than uh, my Infinity Saga that I bought. That gets... So... <laughs> <laughs> Look at these wings go like... Woo! <laughs> so, so like there's like the scene where like the flies are like buzzing around mm-hmm. Charlie's head. We're like, Boobo! Look at Boobo! <laughs> Where's Harry Hamlin, guys? Where's Burgess Meredith? Oh my goodness. Uh, the, the, I do remember when they showed the shot of all the ants crawling on Charlie's head. I was like, Joey, don't look. Just don't look. It's okay. You don't need to. Just don't look. <laughs> don't. Yes, that part is very, I feel, at least, I still am not numb to that part mm. of the movie or the scene in the attic with oh, the- uh, Tony as she's floating the... <laughs> The head sawing, decapitation of yes. Uh, that, the, much there's. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oddly enough, the first thing I thought of was uh, Emilio Estevez and Breakfast Club pulling his. Oh face. yeah, well, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I was. I just imagined Ari Aster going. This is my Breakfast Club scene. <laughs> I am John Hughes now. I am the now. new. <laughs> I want I want Tony Collette to write a note about why she's 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 more than you know what the what the school system believes her to be. So he's forming yeah. a big brat pack. It's gonna be Joaquin, Tony, Florence. Get them all in there. We'll get the we'll get we'll get the one kid that's um what's it Adam uh, Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy three. He oh, could be yes. in there as well. Yes, Will, you got Will going in there. That's I. I, I think this is gonna be. It's gonna be a new thing. No, Ari, listen to this part because I think you're gonna want to do this. 
All respect to Ari Aster, just say. <laughs> um, but but the the cast really here is is terrific. Um, of course, like as you mentioned several times, Tony Collette is is oh, yeah. fantastic. Um, it's just... it really it really is those like one of those like once in a lifetime like like you just kind of like mesmerized by everything she's doing, and it's it is it it's it, it is kind of in that envelope of like upsetting performances that upset you that weren't given more recognition, you know, like, you know, I put that with, I put that like alongside even like, uh, Andy circus as Caesar in the planet of the apes movies. Like I still, to this day, I'm like, why was he not given something? Cause that was fantastic. Um, but she's so good in the movie, Alex Wolf, the naked brother himself. Um, <laughs> uh, he's he's very good i i've he's been in a lot of things lately that i've really liked too because he was in pig with nicholas cage have you guys seen that i have not i seen have not it. it's it's very good but it's also not what you expect it to be because it's kind of it kind of looks like a certain type of movie but it's not mm. so but he's very good in that um he's been in a handful of things and i'm like he's he, that's why i think i every time i see him i usually really like what he's doing and I'm like, I think he might be my favorite naked brother of the two, because the other one's Nat, right? Nat Wolf. Yes. He was the uh, John Green brat pack of the of the two. So one's Ari Aster, oh. the other's John Green. <laughs> is that the um? Is that the one he did with Cara Delevingne? Yeah, he was in Paper Towns, and he was in uh, Fault in Our Stars. Oh, he was. Yes, he was. Um, I don't remember the character's name, but he was blind. In the Fault in Our Stars, I think like his cancer took his eyes, and then he was the star of the show Paper Towns. Oh, gotcha. So he got upgraded. Yes. He, he they realized we don't need Ansel Elgort. He's terrible. Yeah. Let's get this other guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this <is> smart move. <clears throat> Honestly, this is a very smart move. Um, I think the only other movie I know Nat Wolf from though is like the Death Note movie on Netflix. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That atrocity. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it happens. That's why Alex Wolf all day. Let's go. <laughs> Nothing against Nat Wolf. I'm sure he's fantastic, but um, but no, I really like Alex Wolf. Gabriel Byrne, who plays the dad, Steve. Um, we're just kind of feeling for him the whole time because you know his son's like fighting with the mom. The daughter's dead. Poor Charlie, and the dad's like, not at dinner, <laughs> guys. Not at dinner. <laughs> Just let me eat my chicken in peace. <laughs> if it even was chicken, I don't. I don't know what it was that they were eating. I know there was a salad bowl on the table somewhere. We were, but we were bringing that up too because we we were like, whatever they're eating, we don't know what they're eating really. Yes. No. no it, but, Although but, you could like see it, yeah. It's like Peter was like, "This is good, Dad." Dad's like, "Thanks." Bud. It did look pretty and then good. The mom's like. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what we're talking about. Food. When the kid's dead. <laughs> oh, man. But you just, the whole time, you just kind of felt, it was funny because I think that was Joey's favorite character at the end of it. Though Joey has a, a soft spot for dad characters in movies. I do. Um, so uh, so so when when Gabriel Burns on screen, it's just like, oh, he's just, he's got, he's got a lot on his plate. And then he dies. <laughs> he dies. Normally I would have been sad, but at least he got like one of the most entertaining parts of the movie. <laughs> it was beautiful. Amazing.
so like um i forgot what i was gonna say uh, <laughs> so uh so the one the one thing that i'm still a bit fuzzy on as far as like the plot is because like is the grandma a witch isn't that what like isn't that like the, what's confirmed of it from what i took of it he is like the leader of like this like kind of like a satanic cult kind of yeah that's at least like witch satanic cult type like in that neighborhood stuff yes and like um so from from my understanding so like she was part of that cult and then there's joan which we haven't mentioned joan little joni um who you know just so happened to know where annie was going for her grief counseling Mm. yeah (laughs) and um so she like learns to be a medium at one point there's that whole scene which is pretty insane and like i i just kept thinking could you imagine like you know you're already dealing with a lot you're in bed and then someone's like wake up wake up i gotta show you something it's four in the morning wake up (laughs) i gotta show you something come on let's talk to my grandson (laughs) let's talk to my grandson let's let's uh let's let's set up this table and then it's just alex wolf going dad i don't like this (laughs) you're scaring our son (laughs) what is going on and um but then like there's like what's king pinon or there's that whole thing payman payman yes payman yes yes you're right um so I guess like the satanic cult is trying to um, bring back King Payment in the body of Alex. I'm still a bit confused by that, if I'm being honest. From so like I feel like it's she had initially tried to do this, um, the grandmother with um, Tony Collette's brother, uh, because they mm-hmm. mentioned oh he uh, what her father died, um, and then her brother killed himself because he was schizophrenic. Which, to my knowledge, from what I took of it, was a failed attempt to put payment into her brother's body because it needs a male host. So now they're just using um, Annie's children as the new vessels to bring back this lord that they worship. Right. And there's there's like a... I I remember there was one line that Charlie... was Because the grandma had just died and Charlie was laying in bed and the mom's like you know oh i'm so sorry you know you had such a strong relationship with your grandma and she's like grandma wanted me to be a boy Mm -hmm. and then all get all the way to the end of the movie and she's a ghost and she takes over her brother's body so it's like the cult finally got so maybe there was some obviously some truth to that that so some like weird grandma stuff i don't know <laughs> well also like with how tony collects uh, annie she's uh her job is to like make all those sculptures of her life the one sculpture of mm-hmm. right after charlie was born and the grandmother is then going to breastfeed uh charlie that part yeah is, yeah that that part still gets me too every once in a while because i don't expect <laughs> a grandmother to breastfeed their grandchild but mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> like that 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 is that is weird <laughs> yeah just just a little bit not too crazy but uh just just a little bit no <laughs> no thankfully like like between the two movies i feel like this one like it's got its moments but it's not nearly as crazy as the second movie yeah. is but <laughs> we'll get into that obviously but 
that was the that was probably the only part like when I was watching the movie where I was just trying to kind of figure out what was going on because like I knew, and plus the majority of the time Joey and I were looking at Bubo and <laughs> not freaking the, out. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, there, there there was there was that. Um, Disclaimer: Before you watch Hereditary, get a Bubo. <laughs> Have it with you. If if you don't know who Bubo is, it's the it's the robot owl from Clash of the Titans. Uh, get one, have it next to you, or not. You know what? You can always have. A, I have a couple Paddingtons with me. Um, I I can carry them. It's 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 like uh, it's like Advil versus Tylenol. You know. <laughs> you know I'm it's... I'm grabbing I'm grabbing one of those. Hold on. Does it come with a marmalade sandwich? It should. <laughs> it's like a little prop. One of life's great questions. So wait, hold on. All right, so this is one I have that Joey gave me. <laughs> this is a Paddington. This need to fix his hat. So I should have brought him out when we were watching Hereditary and Midsommar. What was I? Why was I not thinking of that? A missed opportunity. This is this is another one that I got. I think I was told this one might be for babies, but I accept it nonetheless. That one looks more like the movie one too. So you got the book Paddington and you have movie Paddington. Yeah, I got best of both Paddingtons. Yes, <laughs> mix it all together, and you got the best of both Paddingtons. <laughs> He's just gonna chill there for a little bit on my shoulder <laughs> as this goes along. He will fall over at some point, probably. Yeah, um, but no, like. That was probably the one thing I, that sort of like was hard to figure out with the movie, but then, then we get to the end and it's just like insane. <laughs> and there's the I still remember because there's that one part when there's like the head, like Tony Collette when she chops her own head off because you just hear the thud, you don't see the head fall down, um, but you see like her floating body going into the treehouse. Yes. And I remember that scene when when I saw that in theaters. Uh, was the only scene because like we were all like collectively going silent like we're, you could tell the whole theater was just nervous and so like no one could all you could hear was <gasps> <gasps> but then that happened and everyone just goes <laughs> 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 like are we okay to laugh right now <sighs> but that feels like that's kind of the ending in general it's like is it is it okay to like have this reaction right now I don't know, but I'm having it. It's kind of like what, like the like when you're nervous, you just mm-hmm. everything becomes like a joke <laughs> to you. It becomes funny because <laughs> yeah. you're just you're just freaking out the whole yeah. time. Like where's you like just j- laugh like, or j- cry? <laughs> like Joan is just yelling at Peter from the distance. He's just trying to enjoy his lunch. <laughs> Peter, I hate you. I don't know what she said, but oh, my mother's here. Okay, so there's a note here. I'm hungry. Tummy growling. <laughs> <laughs> so I I can't. Why why are you putting me my no? Get Ken to cook. We have those. We have two more Hello Freshes. I'm hungry. Nobody cooked it. <laughs> have you and Dad order something? <laughs> I'm sorry. Goodbye. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> love you. 
That's a glimpse into my life, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like a first for you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> unless something else happens. No, we're good. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about the, the Joni, which I was distracted because because it's spelled differently, but that's Tony Collette's character name in Knives Out. So I just this remember right. uh, Christopher Plumber saying Joni. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you just get Tony Collette right there. It's like, why isn't she answering? <laughs> Come on, Joni. Your daughter was decapitated, Joni. <laughs> we don't have much time. I am not giving you another cent, Joni. Is it because I chopped my kid's head off? Baby. We just needed Benoit Blanc in in hereditary. <laughs> in hereditary. To try to oh my god, it's full of Elder Newt people. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you just hear the thunk and the head falling out of the car. Oh, fiddlesticks! <laughs> Clearly, the car was not meant to knock the head off, but it did. Halle Berry, that See, head I, fell I just right imagine off. Joni. Uh, Halle Berry. I imagine <laughs> Joni at the end is just like, can we just abbreviate this moment? <laughs> I got the pre-definite driver taking my kid to the birthday party right now. (laughs) (laughs) He won't smoke weed. (laughs) Can you imagine (laughs) Daryl from Glass Onion? (laughs) If Daryl was in this, none of this would have (laughs) happened. He he just walks in after the kid's head falls off. I'm not here. (laughs) Stop me, guys. (laughs) that's kind of the extent of everything um tony collette burn i like i like your notes though burn burned (laughs) witches question mark serious flick until it isn't um i guess i guess the question is yeah that's that that's pretty much my note (laughs) (laughs) i guess i i I guess the question is like, what's the ultimate takeaway for this? Because I feel like this movie is like a like an experience at the end of the day. Because you're like like cause like like you were saying, Joey, it does have like that serious moment at the beginning of it, and you're just kind of like, f- like you're kind of in, you're kind of just dreading everything that happens because like the music's like intense the whole time. Tony Collette's doing like this face the whole time. That <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. She's doing the scream. <laughs> yes, it's just the 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 Home Alone thing. Yeah, Kevin McAllister. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring up Home Alone. Well, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I know you have issues. Flesh <laughs> really you know, Now, Richard. now, could you imagine Kevin McAllister in this same scenario? <laughs> but as uh, Macaulay Culkin today, not. <laughs> Macaulay that Culkin. would be the Home Alone sequel I want. Yeah, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin as Steve the dad. Yes, <laughs> guys, I, I've been home alone so many times. I just want everybody to calm down. <laughs> Stop yelling at each other, <laughs> please. 
and then the old the old guy from uh from the first movie who carries the shovel around is just in the attic <laughs> old man marley see uh, well, i'm imagining <laughs> see i'm just imagining because he's appeared on red letter media before Mm-hmm. And Red Letter, I don't know if you watch Red Letter Media, but they have a running like video store VCR repairman running gag, and he comes in as like the supervisor, so he's just taking notes in the corner. <laughs> so just imagine like the, all these witch shenanigans are happening. He's just going, "Yep, <laughs> yeah." I see. I thought you were gonna go with like Macaulay Culkin, but like he's in the corner, <laughs> like Tony Collette. Just no, he'll be doing that, but like just taking notes. Just, that's all he's doing. He's not scary. He's just taking notes. <laughs> Uh, he just startles you briefly and then you move on <laughs> oh my god but yeah so this this movie is really like a whole experience so i'm just curious like what what are you guys is like hold like ultimate takeaway from the watching both from watching this one either one <laughs> caitlin you can go ahead hmm i would probably say that i don't know just like just family it's all about family um, very no matter what of you. my yes <laughs> yes as i drive off into the sunset um no it's just my take is just yeah like, like i said family my family issues have never been to that extent i have what i have is not cultish uh, my grandmother doesn't just stand in the corner naked <laughs> that kind of stuff I have it easy. I have a good with my. <laughs> so like, so like, your takeaway is like, thank goodness I'm not this family. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> Although having Tony Collette as my mother would be pretty. <laughs> It'd be just Tony Collette, not Annie. Yeah, not That's Annie. That's what I would. Just I don't want all those issues. Could you imagine like being Tony Collette's kid and watching that movie and going, Are "You okay? Yeah. <laughs> Mom, it, it's fine. It's a job, Mom." <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Where'd that come from? Where, I need to know <laughs> what's happening. Are we okay? Um, now, Joey, what's your what's your ultimate takeaway from this? I had a lot of fun with this. Um, I, I was genuinely scared watching this with you, only because we watched Midsummer <laughs> first, and we'll talk about that whole experience. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, this one, I'm like, this is more my speed. It, it, it's pretty cool uh like you know visual like the cinematography i thought was was really solid i loved all the, the performances are really great um so everything will be noted so far it's just and it just gets really goofy at the end um which which i'm always just a fan of anyway because it's kind of like what like, people are like oh elevated horror it's like like towards the end of the movie ah fuck it we're just gonna have fun with this <laughs> <laughs> elevated Fucking Gabriel Bird's gonna be I, set aflame elevated as in literally elevated. she's we, floating <laughs> yeah yeah that, that is that so is elevated th- there is literal horror. elevated horror in this movie so it's not entirely inaccurate just <laughs> it's not no. it's not uh next level whatever but no I think that was I think my ultimate takeaway is that uh it because like I think it's definitely like unnerving and it still is one of those movies that I think really does kind of freak me out in many regards but there is that like family dynamic because like it really is about a dysfunctional family that just feels like Mm -hmm. no one's really connected to anyone and and to a much lesser extent to much less extreme I have I've had that kind of 
experience, as you could tell. (laughs) 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 Though I think my mother will yell at me later, I'm sure. Um, Like, I am your mother! I want food! Wipe that face off your face. (laughs) You, You always just have that face on your face. I hate it. I know you're sad, and I know I know you did. I know it was an accident, but I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But no, I think I think the the thing that made it difficult to watch because it's going to be one of those movies that it's probably going to be another like seven years before I watch it again. <laughs> In all honesty, because. <laughs> I'll watch it again at some point this year, probably. Tomorrow. Every every October, yeah. I could say... <laughs> right after work. Ugh, hereditary. I would definitely watch this again, uh, though. I, I I can say that much. Um, nice. Any other thoughts on this on this movie? Uh, uh, what, I, I, th- I think we've covered all the bases on this one. bases. Pretty clean, pretty clean half, uh, guys. So, <laughs> Good job! I think... <laughs> Uh, nice. We just gotta have Caitlin on the show more often because I think we're just more focused on on the meat and potatoes of these things. Um, anyway, uh, we're gonna take we're gonna take an um, intermission. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna sleepwalk our way into Sweden, guys. Stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Dudes, th- Two Dudes and a Dudette, and one double feature. In our last segment, uh, we talked about Hereditary, and once again, we are joined by the best person ever. That's not Joey. Sorry, Joey. Uh, <laughs> uh, Caitlin Campbell, who's our third Dudette. You say that like I'd be insulted. <laughs> <laughs> not, not on, not, not, uh, you know, on the microphone. But later, when we're off the phone, you'll be like, "Why did he say that? <laughs> How could this happen to me?" <laughs> were you singing "Simple Plan"? <laughs> was that what that was? That was just simply How part of my plan. How could this happen to me? <laughs> we, we like to bring in some 2000s emo rock references every now and then. <laughs> see, I, see, in the last half, I was I was about to sing some Phantom of the Opera because it related to just strained relationships. I was going to go, this face which earned. And I'm going to replace it, Richard's fear and loathing. <laughs> That would have been beautiful. I'm glad you did it there. Yeah, it was nice. I'm it was also nice. a fan of the opera fan, Caitlin. This is another thing. <laughs> you're uh, learn. You're learning so much in a very small <laughs> amount of time. It's just unfiltered. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just imagine you'll you'll be at work like you have no idea how weird Richard is at home. <laughs> I guarantee I'm probably weirder than you are, Richard. <laughs> at least that's what Skylar will say. <laughs> shout out to Skylar uh friend 
she's she's cool. She's not on the show though. She's all right. I don't think she's that cool. Oh. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I ran into my mic. We're all good. Um, <laughs> hi, Skyler. <laughs> anyway, um, so that first half we talked about hereditary. Now for the second half, <laughs> jo- Joey's eager, weird smile. <laughs> um, you know what, Caitlin? What movie are we talking about for the second half? <laughs> um... I don't know. Some would say that it is uh, one of Florence Pugh's uh, finest performances. <laughs> it's very uh, Swedish and uh, druggy, as uh, one would say. <laughs> I believe it is the cult classic Midsummer or Midsummer. Mid Midsummer. <laughs> mi, mi, mi. What, Joey? What, what would you call it? <laughs> Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read a passage. I don't want to give any away about this picture, because you need to discover it for yourself. I can tell you that the former control is just as impressive as that of Hereditary, maybe more so, and it digs into the emotions that are just as real and deeply uncomfortable as the ones, it's terrible Martin Scorsese, ones shared by the characters in the earlier picture. I can tell you that there are true visions visions there are definitely visions here in this picture particularly in the final stretch which is what i had to do after this movie that (laughs) that you are not likely to forget i certainly haven't marty i was gonna say are you glad you you have that that uh director's cut collector's edition so you can do that bit (laughs) strictly just for the bit just for the bit strictly (laughs) for the bit with anything else bear on it listen and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say this right now, folks. Now, there are people who enjoy this movie. Caitlin, I assume you're one of them. So I have no yes. ill will towards anybody. <laughs> Listen, I'm a complete moron. Here's why. Because I can't appreciate this movie, and yet I'm like... <laughs> I like the monkey movie. This is this is King Kong Lives. Box office... I don't, think it's a, it was, I don't think it was a huge hit. It's got Linda Hamilton. King Kong has open heart surgery at one point. He falls in love with another Kong. It's stupid. But this is my movie. This is the kind of person that I am. So this is the context. This is the context needed to understand why I'm just like... I I like how you're building it up like, I'm an idiot, so don't listen to me on when we talk about this movie. But I will let you know, I think your opinion is valid. Even if you are stupid sometimes. Like like my thoughts on this movie, my opinion on this is mid. All right? Um, sorry. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, 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 no! It's fine. It, it's all good. What I will say, what I will say, I'm glad I finally saw this. This yes. has been a movie that's been on my watch list for quite some time because I've heard people talk about this, and I'm also curious too because people brought up like Wicker Man, uh, which is a movie I do like, but I haven't seen Wicker Man in quite a while. The um, the so, Christopher Lee version, to the old emphasize. one, yeah, 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 yeah. the original, one. yeah. Yeah. The Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Not, the, Not bees. the bees. Bees. Not the bees. <laughs> bees. Uh... Your your rendition of that performance, Joey, is as good as Midsummer is. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> No, but you know what, Caitlin? Here's the other thing, too. And I feel bad for Richard. 
Because we're going to do, <laughs> spoiler alert, we're going to talk about the Ten Commandments, which is like four hours of Charlton Heston. So that's going to be that's going to be his midsummer. Uh, it's going to be four, so bad. A 4-hour movie of uh the NRA mascot t- talking about uh uh a biblical but, granted I'm interested in it. So and here's the other thing too. It's not one of those oh Jesus loves all of us. It is God is fucking scary and he will make your child die. But that is the kind of move. The Ten Commandments, Cecil B. DeMille doesn't fuck around. In many ways, like, Ari Aster doesn't fuck around. But let's talk no. about Midsummer. I'm so sorry, Caitlin. This is this is really what... This is really this is what the, the show is. This is, this, this is the This is the show. Joey preemptively saying, I'm gonna shit on this movie, so please forgive me. It's not even shitting on it. It's just me, me just going, like, I just, I just didn't feel anything afterwards. But let's... So... This is interesting, this movie. Obviously, Florence Pugh. Uh, is this, okay, is this the first Florence Pugh movie you watched, Caitlin? Like, of anything she's done? I want to say yes. Because this is, I think this is my first Florence Pugh. There was another, like, horror movie that she did. Um, I don't, It was on Netflix that I saw, but I believe this probably was the first one. Mm-hmm. That I did see, unless it was Little Women first, and th- it might have been Little Women first, and then it was. So you started off like really, really strong. Yes. 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 Because <laughs> we did talk about Little Women, and fun fact that is the most, at least on SoundCloud, the most listened to episode we've ever done. Which is which is wild. Greta Gerwig, the power is there. Don't doubt. Or is it Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> We did do a Dune episode. I don't know how well that did, but Timothy <laughs> <laughs> Chalamet. I'm Timothy Chalamet. I'm so cute. <laughs> that's you'll you'll notice that is our our only like thing with Timothy Chalamet. It's like that's the that's the impression. Just oh, I'm so cute. <laughs> it's it's terrible, but um. <laughs> That is just the show in general. Um, Welcome, but, Caitlin. But, <laughs> I'm glad you're here, actually. I really am. I'm excited. But this this feels like a definitive Florence Pugh performance. She's um, very good. And I'll say that. That was my big, like, as far as, like, things that I was really into, like, she's very good in the movie. She's excellent. There's yeah. always the tweet she's that excellent. I see where it's, uh, someone said, like, you know it's going to be a good movie when Florence Pugh makes her crying face. Like, the... <laughs> The very sad. <laughs> She's very yes. Uh, that I want to talk about the opening scene actually, because like that opening scene, what a punch in the face! How intense that is! Like, because like it was funny because when when we were talking about Caitlin, we were talking about doing this pairing because I think initially we were like you wanted to talk about Florence Pugh was like mm-hmm. the initial like drive to do this and then um we were talking about midsummer and i was like you know what? i've seen it once i remember being very uncomfortable but i'd like to visit it again um especially because we just to, to put this out there we watched the director's cut which is nearly three hours long um and uh i wasn't at any point thinking about like any of the imagery or any of the stuff i just remembered the feeling that i had when i watched it and so when we when we finally start watching it and you see that mural that basically spoils the entire movie and like everything that happens that like opening image 
and then you see uh uh everything that leads up to um Florence Pugh's cuz like basically Florence Pugh it set up, it set up at the beginning that Florence Pugh is dating um what's the guy's name? Christian the actor? Yes. Uh Joey Guy. Joey Wikipedia. Like Jack. <laughs> it's like a Jack name. Uh Jack Rain Jack Rainer. Jack Raider Ray- or Rainer? Raynor. Raynor? R-E-Y, like the Spanish word for king and N-O-R. Right. Raynor. Raynor. Sweet. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just, I just like, because they, they set it up like that, like Florence Pugh's character uh, is dating this guy named Christian, and there's clear, like, they, I guess they were dating for like three years or whatever, but there's clearly, like, nothing at least on his side of thing, because like she's she's dealing with a lot with her family, but he's like, "This is too much baggage. I can't." And his friends are even like, "Dude, just get out of it. What are you doing? Don't get into that. Stop doing that." <laughs> they're not they're not from New York, but that's just my. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, stop dating her. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> Forget about it. Oh, stop dating her. <laughs> Um, so he's, he's thinking about breaking up with her and she's worried because her sister had just sent her, uh, an email, like a really concerning email, uh, how like something along the lines of like, everything is black and mom and dad are saying, or mom and dad are getting it too goodbye or something like that. It's like, it's like a, an admission of murder, suicide. Like I'm going to do something terrible. And so the next thing we know, um, and this is where it really, cause it, they, they, Ari Aster lingers on this moment. Like he just really just kind of drags you along for it. So the first thing you see is like, uh, the exhausts in the, uh, of the cars in the garage have a hose connected to them. And the hose is leading into the parents' room while they're sleeping. So they're killed in their sleep. And the, the probably the most gruesome thing is the hose leading into the sister's mouth and everything's like duct taped. And I just remember seeing that and going, I completely forgot about this. Fuck. <laughs> it's, and it, it really is like, that's, I think it was just that because obviously in hereditary, there's a lot of startling imagery, but I feel like that was probably like the most startling thing you could start with. And then it just gets worse from there mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as like the, the the graphicness and the intensity of everything but that's essentially where this movie starts like from the get-go we're going to start with something that's really going to mess up your day so (laughs) sit back you're in for you're in for a ride (laughs) it just kind of like sets the tone for everything i think at that point Mm -hmm. and it's a lot I'm just getting nods right now. <laughs> nodding, nodding. Yeah. Nodding. yeah. Um <laughs> it's just uh I definitely like hated a lot of the 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 friend group uh particularly when they're like cuz they go to this this community and they're also are they like this is it, say they're anthropologists or like yeah. something mm-hmm. in that realm. Yeah, um, like 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 they're all in college, I believe. Like at least the the, the guys are, because there's I like think Florence Pugh, like a graduate program or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so um, they're all they're all kind of like distinct in their personalities a little bit. Like you have, 
um, the obviously Christian who's in the relationship with Florence Pugh and he's he's kind of he's kind of an asshole the whole time really like like he's just he he's he's mooching off everybody he's like he, I imagine he's like that rich kid that just goes to school because he's bored not because he wants to make something of himself you know yeah. what I mean um then you have the one friend who's actually like trying to like get his degree but um at the same time like it's sort of like put a veil over over him as far as like his connection to reality so like like he he looks at everything from an observational standpoint so like something for example something in the movie horrible something horrible happens in the movie and we'll get to that uh and people there are people who naturally react that aren't in the community of of people in the movie and then there's him just going wow (laughs) huh i didn't know that was gonna wow okay (laughs) (laughs) And it's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then there's the then there's the kid that just doesn't give a shit because he just wants to hook up with girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good old Adam Warlock. Good old Can't wait. Kenny. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny Miller. <laughs> I'm glad you remember the names because eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows. No, I told Joey. I'm like he's got some wicked Jack Nicholson eyebrows going right now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just picturing Jack Nicholson going, hey, guys, let's go to Sweden. We'll have a good time. <laughs> All right, Pele, here's the deal. <laughs> you gots to make sure that I'm not killed. Do you got it? <laughs> you are my number one May Queen. <laughs> This is this is also uh, this is not typical for the podcast because I'm usually the one referencing Batman, so I appreciate that Joey did it for me. It's one of the few things uh, where I'll be like, either that or how's the soup <laughs> at the giant table? Excuse me, the soup? How is it? <laughs> See, I was thinking about that. Ma- that scene made me like when when they're like they're reacting like, oh wow, look at this, look at this insane shit that's happening. Like it made me think of uh, the menu, where like something mm. incredibly horrible happens, and they're like, "Oh yes, this is all part of this, it. This di- <laughs> this dish, it, this dish is it's got this 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 tragedy air of tra- or like some shit." And they're like, "Somebody just died!" <laughs> like, is this part of it? What's going on? <laughs> like, I hated. I'm like, I hate these guys. These 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 anthropologists are just like ooh, let's I'm going to use this to study these people, and you know it's like the like the, the idea of just like it's going to change you inevitably, um, and, and instead like, they're just like very... wow, <laughs> and then but <laughs> yeah sorry go ahead yeah it was um it was definitely a, a wild um just like just seeing the people like jump leap to their deaths. Uh, yeah. When they turned seventy-two. Yeah. Uh, so context, just so, just so you guys are up to speed a little bit. So yeah, sure, sure. So uh, basically, the guys of this friend group are friends with a guy named Pele, who's from this village, like the Harga. Is that the name of the village, or is that just their like cult name or whatever? The Harga um, is like the commune name. Okay. So. Uh, he he's from like Pele's from this village in Sweden, full of white people, uh, <laughs> just blonde, white, white wearing, sun sunshiny people all over the place. 
and uh, he wants to bring them with him. And because because Christian didn't end up breaking up with uh, Florence Pugh, uh, he he invites her to tag along because obviously because basically like he is now in this position where he feels like he can't break up with her because something horrible just happened in her life. And so he's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be that asshole. I don't want to be with her, but I don't want to be that asshole, which, mm-hmm. you know, first off, I would never want to break up with Florence Pugh. I don't care how many baggage she has. <laughs> She's fantastic. We would be together forever. It'd be loving and we'd all be happy. It'd be great. But you know, that's not this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's not this movie at all. From it. <laughs> no, no. Um, furthest thing from it for sure um so she gets invited along everyone else pissed except pele's kind of kind of psych he's like holy shit i this 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 girl's coming with she's pretty she's cute she listen this could be a game changer my village is gonna love me (laughs) and so um they go they go to the Harga in Sweden, this like secluded village, which I will say it is really cool that they actually built from scr- like the whole village from scratch for the movie, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um that's I think the biggest compliment I can give the movie is like just how well made it is. Like the technical aspect of it and the set building, like like there it's clear that Ari Aster is very good at doing this. Yeah. So it's I guess it's a question of what he's putting in front of the camera but at the same time you're just like <laughs> i just saw caitlin's face just the yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so they go to the harga this place and basically every everybody is like friendly as hell it's like everyone everyone's like hug i would hate it <laughs> you're like please don't touch me <laughs> just, just back off just don't do it and they're all doing drugs they're all drinking mushroom tea basically <laughs> and they initially sort of build it up as like they're they're having like their midsummer celebrations but it turns out there's like a there's something a little bit more nefarious happening and this whole village essentially shut itself off from the from the rest of the world and they have their own practices their own religion they even have their own like religious text uh, that they keep in this like church or whatever, and so one of the rules uh, to get back to the, the the scene in question is that uh, within like the whole circle of life, not the Lion King version, but the, the, whole, <laughs> the whole the whole circle of life thing, um, when you hit the age of seventy two, that's the point when you're like, eh, I'm done. So they get a man and a woman. Who are both in their? Who are both? I imagine seventy-two years old, and they have a dinner, and they go to a cliff, and they jump to their deaths. And the 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 worst part though is like like first off like when the woman jumps, her face hits right on a rock, and that alone is like, wow, mm-hmm. <laughs> like her face is like the part I think that gets me the most is like you see like her face like open and then like fling. Like like an exploding watermelon or something. Just see see that's why Charlie's because we watched I we watched Midsummer for, before we watched Hereditary, which is unusual. But because we usually watch the older movie first, um, I think it's just because that's why Charlie. 
Yeah. Yeah. But like Charlie's, that's why Charlie's head didn't bother me so much because I'm like, I saw that in Midsummer. <laughs> Something like it in Midsummer. All right. I'm acclimated. <laughs> All right, Ari. All right. Acclimated Ari. All right. <laughs> I, I, I see you, Ari. Just like an avatar. I see you. I see you. <laughs> I see you, Ari. You'll see that a lot too, Caitlin. We'll reference Avatar. <laughs> Just, I see you. <laughs> see, I, I, now I'm thinking about um, uh, now I'm thinking about Christian and the bear. Well, if you can't get out of it, get into it. <laughs> uh, I was like, "There's a bear on the movie." Joey's gonna be excited. He loves bears. Then the bear turns <laughs> out to be the asshole. No, damn it. No, they need, they, 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 I was disappointed because listen, here's the other thing. Like, I get symbolism and all this. And I'm an idiot. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I see this burning bear, and I'm like, I was expecting something like, and it was just. <laughs> just his face. Just... Yeah. No, and again, this is not. This is just me, an idiot, watching the movie. And I'm just like, watching this, just going. <laughs> I will. I will say, I. If I'm being honest, just talking about that specific thing. Not the bear, just your reaction to this whole thing. Because, like, it was admittedly entertaining because cause he was watching the football at the same time. But, so, well, like, it was like, in the other room. Yeah, it was, like, it, on like, in the other room. So my can, like, keep my mom was, like, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but what was funny is just that you could tell every time he actually was, like, looking at the screen, he was just getting angry. <laughs> 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 he was getting mad and um then he would like look away for a second and then he would look back and be like god damn it <laughs> why are there kids involved in this what the that hell <laughs> that I'm, did, like, that, I'm not i'm not saying that's unjustified i'm just it, it bothered me <laughs> but yeah. but like not that ari Aster's the first person to like involve kids in shenanigans but i'm like okay i don't care about ethnocentrism in this case like you don't do that with children this like, group especially like the extended scene in in the movie when there's like oh, the kid with like the like yeah. the, you, know, you know what I'm talking about Caitlin yeah mm-hmm. yeah with the brand and like yeah. they put the rock on yeah um, but so. the, I think that's what kind of made it interesting on another level is that like obviously other than Danny all these other people that she's with are pieces of shit but yes. also the the group is just like also they aren't exactly like a walk in the park either in in certain other regards too yeah You're just like. Ooh, <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. it's it's already bad enough when it like it starts off with let's just have two old people jump off a cliff <laughs> and then one of them doesn't die and so they're like oh we could fix that no <laughs> stop going forward <laughs> put the hammer massive, down yeah massive like mallet hammer <laughs> just put it down please <laughs> we don't need it leave yeah. it alone it's like His that legs YouTube are... video where it's like the, mm-hmm. um, I forget what it's called, where it's like the guy who just kills people with a spoon. He just hits it repeatedly <laughs> until he just like dies. <laughs> Could you kind of like that. that? Could you imagine there's just a big spoon, like you, like a goofy sized spoon and someone just walks over. Just starts hitting him until Pull. he dies with a spoon. <laughs> this isn't working. I got a bigger spoon. Hold on, it's like it's like a, it's like an ice cream scoop. No, it's not working either. <laughs> oh man, no, but that, but like watching the movie with Joey, 
was just was was such a thing. It's like when we got to uh when we got when we got to this point to get ready to talk about it, I kept thinking, how is this gonna go? <laughs> like 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 because sometimes like one like one thing that does happen sometimes when we when we talk about movies especially for the podcast, it's like, if we don't have a lot to contribute, like, and I do this a lot too, and Joey can attest to this, like, we'll, we'll maybe say a couple of things if we can catch something here and there, but then most of the time we're just making jokes that are really only funny to, like, <laughs> one of <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah this like, is true. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, how's this going to play out? And then Joey just immediately starts going, just to, so you know, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so so i was i was definitely curious to see was because because truthfully like i can't i can't say that i don't disagree with your feeling on the movie ultimately because the first time i watched it i i could i definitely could figure out what was going on i think i i definitely appreciated a lot more the second time but i i could i could figure out what's going on but i also was just so uncomfortable with everything that was happening that i'm just like i don't, I don't know <laughs> which i get is like the point probably the point also, right. um, you know, it's it was definitely a hard watch. Like, R- like Richard, the way you are, like, oh, I got to take a while to like rewatch Hereditary. <laughs> yeah. That's me with this movie. Like Hereditary, I'm like, oh, I, I could I could rewatch that like right now. You know, uh, th- th- this is like it's a weird thing to say. Like Hereditary is the more mainstream, but it's I think it's true. It kind of is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to, but like I remember Richard, you were talking about like the theme, the thematic stuff. Of like yeah, how it's sort like of we like trying to, yeah we were trying to figure out like what the point of it was ultimately like as like a like a weird modern fairy tale where obviously like Florence Pugh is like a princess where her her family is dead you mm-hmm. know she gets a new one yippee and she gets she's, she's a queen she's the queen, <laughs> she's the queen. <laughs> horrific like and in, like in a lot of other fairy tales horrific shit happens but then mm-hmm. they they live ha- the people that you like live happily ever after yes you it's know? like. Like, I, you know, it's funny because, like, we were taught because, like, I remember someone reading that, someone reading, someone saying that I read um, Mm -hmm. that it was like, it was compared to, like, it was trying to, like, reference Wizard of Oz Mm -hmm. because, like, it starts off like Wizard of Oz in a very, like, you know, dark, not dark, but like a very, like, realistic setting. And then you walk to this sunshiny, Mm -hmm. like, colorful area. And then, like you were mentioning, Joey, there is a picture of Ray Bolger as the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz in that apartment. Um, so, and then at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, uh, what's it, what's, uh, Kenny? <laughs> the Kenny. Kenny, Kenny is skinned, which is, which was gross, yes. enough as it is, but, uh, when they were doing their, like, major big sacrifice at the end, he was stuffed with straw. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm like... He's laying it pretty thick on with that one, but like everybody, like like no one was tin. There was no lion involved. Well, there was a well, bear. There's a bear, and there I think Christian is a coward. Yes. Uh, so, or at least it, you know, I, I, he is not. This is another reference to our show. He's not a brave little toaster. Um, <laughs> are you are you learning so much about us, Caitlin? I am. Yes. <laughs> Um, it's like, why did I so, do this? <laughs> I could have been home. <laughs> I could have been doing something else. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but oh, but here's God. okay. So I do want to ask you this, Caitlin. Like, how how do you feel? Like, with how do you, like does this movie make you feel uncomfortable? Like, how many times have you seen this one? 
I want to say probably only two or three times. Um, but mm-hmm. I feel like since watching Hereditary so mm-hmm. many times, I just it's also kind of numbing to a point. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I've watched so yeah. much stuff kind of like this, so I'm just like, oh okay. Uh, they <laughs> yeah. Simon gets turned into that butterfly thing where they just rip uh, his yeah yeah that <laughs> thing. I'm just like, like okay, I've, <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's fake. Yeah. Who cares? I do like the nice touch of the flowers in his eye sockets, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's a it's a nice like you know what if we're gonna do this let's make it pretty. Yes. Let's doll him up. <laughs> let's, let's put some put some paint some little rosy cheeks. Like he looks good. <laughs> so, so you said three times. Did you watch the theatrical cut three times? Because you have the director's cut as well. Yes. Did you watch that more times or? Or did you just watch I've that only, like once? I've only seen that one once, but I have mm-hmm. yeah, I've definitely mm-hmm. seen the theatrical just because sometimes I'm not like, oh, I got three hours to kill. I'll just, I'll watch. <laughs> it's my, my three hours usually spent watching the Batman these days. <laughs> <laughs> A better choice. But, but also, opinion. again, <laughs> but again, just to emphasize that I'm an idiot, I watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Just I, I like Godzilla vs. Kong, though. That oh, I know. Was, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> that one's fun. I just I like that it was a dumb movie. I like dumb thing things. Um, you know, um, we just watched regular like, Wizard of Oz on this show. But I also we love Wizard of Oz. Um, but I also I really liked how like different like this visual like obviously the first one's just very dark. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. a lot of it takes place at night, or if it's in the day, it's somewhat gloomy. This it, it made me think of like insomnia. Mm-hmm. Where it is just that midnight sun, where it is just always, it's always sunny in the Harga. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just picturing Charlie Day going, "What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he naked? I don't know." Here's my theory. <laughs> just trying to explain this. Oh my gosh. I'm just see now. I wish Charlie Day was in the movie. Um, do you have a preference on which cut that you like? I know we talked about which one. Do you prefer the theatrical? Do you prefer? Yeah, I prefer the theatrical. I feel like the director's cut does add more to like what he wanted with the story, but I feel like the theatrical serves it just as well. Yeah, it doesn't um, feel like there's much of a difference, like mm-hmm. from what my memory was, because I because there was certain points when we were watching the director's cut. I'm like. I feel like this is extended or this, I feel like this moment wasn't there, but ultimately it's like, it doesn't feel like it, it doesn't explain it better yeah. or anything. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things where I think when I was younger, I always just loved director's cuts of everything. But I think as I've gotten older, I've understood like maybe sometimes like when Richard and we talked about Lord of the Rings, like, I feel like they should have kept like the demise of, uh, of Saruman in the theatrical. Cause that's not in the theatrical Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but, so, but more often than not, there's like okay, there's a reason why this was cut, and you can you can see you can see why. As like much as the, and, like I'm the glad kid tossing bit, I think was yeah. <laughs> so. uh, uh, but although I, I'm like I kind of appreciated that was there because it made things more muddy. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I want kids to be you know, not, not <laughs> I, that, that makes me deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but it, it, you know, it kind of made sense. But again, I've never seen the theatrical version. Of that. I would be curious to check it out um, mm-hmm. at some point. Um, but, 
yeah, because I've only, like I said, I've, this this is my only experience with this <laughs> with this material. And that main, can we talk about the main menu for a second? How just like there's nothing. It just <clears throat> it's like a it's like an Oscar screener. Like when you get like I don't know if you've ever seen those, but it's like literally just a disc and a sleeve or something. And it's like here, here's your movie. See, do you want to vote for it? <laughs> It's I've I've seen my my friend had a had a uh, Oscar screener for the artist, um, and I remember watching it at home, and it was just a very blank, no frills kind of thing. And this, it honestly, I think it's appropriate because it's a black screen, so you're just almost seeing your reflection. You're just saying, "Oh boy, I'm just seeing myself." I'm just uncomfortable uh, from the jump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stop it, Ari. It's it's one of those Stop things it. where like I kind of appreciate that the old, the closest thing this thing has to bonus features is the forward by Martin Scorsese that I read an yeah. excerpt up in the beginning of this, mm-hmm. uh, which you did a very it, good Marty. Thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is cinema, um, <laughs> but it, but it's kind of one of those things where I think like as much as I'm not a fan of this, I'm like you really do have to see it to believe it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's. Like the whole time watching it, especially this this viewing, it really was just a matter of like, what are they doing right now? <laughs> what is going? On? It's also like weirdly funny at times. Like I don't know, like, maybe that's just me, but like like obviously the bit when uh, they first do drugs and they're just laying there. He's like, what's yeah. happening? Why is it? It's light out right now. What's going on? It's like, what time is it? It's nine o'clock. It can't be nine o'clock. Huh? Or whatever. Um. Kenny goes to pee on the uh, ancestral oh, tree. The ancestral they... tree. Oh, that yes. was funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I will say, like he he is like the full character, but he has all like the, the parts that I'm like, okay, thank you for letting me laugh a little bit <laughs> in this otherwise sort of miserable experience. <laughs> but that, yeah, like during that scene when like the dude's just screaming at him and then like they have the dinner afterwards and he's just sitting mm-hmm. there going i think that guy wants to kill me <laughs> he's just like <laughs> sitting there just he's not even eating he's just death staring him <laughs> and then christian is then served the uh period lemonade the the, the, the... oh the, the, the pube hair yes <laughs> yeah. pube hair. yes Yes. Which, the funny part, Caitlin, the funny part with that was that they set, because obviously there's that bit where they have the big mural that sets all that up mm-hmm. in one go, and Joey missed the whole thing. <laughs> so I did. Because, and so true. I'm just like, so did you see, so, so he missed it, and he's like, I'm sorry, I was like, Joey, did you see that? And he's like, no, what? I'm like, I'll explain it later. <laughs> <laughs> so like, just so you know, there's going to be a whole thing involving one of the the teenage characters of the the village who mm-hmm. has because like they, and they kind of set that up in multiple places so like at one point they even they even talk about because like the village is contained from the rest of the world and so they're like do you guys have problems with inbreeding and they're like oh no we get like outside people sometimes to come to the village so we can like you know have more people hence what they're doing with these characters they're bringing them for things anyway (laughs) which uh like the moment you that that was an uncomfortable scene sorry yes are you talking about like the scene itself when yes yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i was i just wanted to make sure that's what you were talking about 
Mm-hmm. I also forgot that was happening, so I was like, I wonder how Joey's going to feel about this. <laughs> Which, again, I mean, I... is like, okay, that's the point. Um, you know, but it's definitely like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Like the, 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 it was kind of funny, though. The one woman just gets behind Christian and pushes his butt. <laughs> Admittedly, I was like, should I laugh? It's again, it's like, should I laugh at this? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's like... The whole, because like the whole situation, you're like, what is happening? And like, then he just finally like gets out of his drug trip because he's drugged at this point. And, um, like they, they have the dinner, and Danny's been crowned the May Queen because she did the May Queen dance. And that's like how they kind of like the Natu Natu in RRR. <laughs> you know, everyone's mm-hmm. dancing, and then the last person left, I win. Yep. <laughs> and so, uh, He's drugged out, and then Joey's favorite thing in the whole movie happens during this dinner scene when Christian's like hunched in his shoulders. He's drugged out, everything's warping behind him, and then an old guy just goes. (laughs) (laughs) I just send that gift to Richard uh, pretty frequently now. Yeah, he sends that to me all the time, and (laughs) that's now a reaction gif of his for. Like, I tell Joey, like, hey, like Richard, watch Midsommar, Richard, and he just goes. <laughs> or, or like, Richard, you need to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, so, basically, that leads to that scene, and then he gets out of the drug, the drug trip, and he realizes, what just happened? So, he's now just running around the village naked. <laughs> And that's when he finds the the one kid in the in the butterfly the thing you were mentioning, yeah. the, the the butterfly thing, and it basically the whole point of the village is that they're trying to preserve the their way of living, and the way that they do that is they they bring people from the outside so that they can recruit new people like Danny by the end of the movie because she's already in a vulnerable state because her she's she's on rocks rocky you know relationship stuff with her boyfriend who doesn't want to really be with her her whole family's dead Mm -hmm. no one wants to be her friend which is mean except for like the one person she's on the phone with at the beginning of the movie but other than that yeah uh, you never see them ever again (laughs) you never see them ever again um but uh basically now she's in this vulnerable state and pele sees that and he's like huh, I think I can work with this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when and that's when he is like, you know, now she could be part of our family because we're all brothers and sisters. You mm-hmm. know, all of us are related. And um, then Christian's just used as a vessel, as a, as a, as a tool for continuing more babies because obviously they, because based on their whole circle of life thing they got to kill the old people but they need babies to coincide with it so old people dead christian make baby <laughs> time for the babies <laughs> time to fold the bubbles uh, <laughs> so that's essentially like the gist of this movie is that this is a weird village in sweden <laughs> that's isolated themselves from the rest of the world and is now living in such a weird way. <laughs> Sweden now has two things. They have this movie and they have PewDiePie to represent 
them as a whole. <laughs> Move over, Bergman. <laughs> I I never thought PewDiePie was gonna get referenced. <laughs> but you know what? PewDiePie. Good job. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh. I think the whole time too. I'm like watching the movie. I'm thinking, I'm I'm just leaving. I don't, I'm not going to Sweden. Yeah, I don't want to. Especially if it's <laughs> I, I'm, summer or day all the time. I mean, that's bad enough. Use those no light curtains. <laughs> it's like, People feed you no their th- cubes. Um. <laughs> like, would you like this pie? No. <laughs> I brought my um, own food. Thanks. It's like, I got a bag of Cheerios. <laughs> you guys got a can over? I got some SpaghettiOs. <laughs> like, uh, you guys got a microwave? We don't have any electricity. Okay, I can work with fire. <laughs> oh, look, there's a tree over here. I'm going to use that. What are you doing? <laughs> that is my family! <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, this This whole movie... Is is just a trip. <laughs> yes, this 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 you could say for a fact. Quite literally. <laughs> quite, quite literally, but um. Trip, uh, trip, as far as them going to a place and a trip <laughs> in the way that you are probably thinking right now, as well. Drugs. <laughs> just to just yeah. to emphasize, drugs. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, it seems that with both of these movies, like, Ari Aster definitely has a thing for, like, cults and, like, weird religions and old people. <laughs> That's another thing. <laughs> but What was the last thing I, I couldn't... Oh, yeah, um, oh uh, old people. Old, old people, but also old people and uh, dysfunctional families. Yes. Um, because, you know... We don't get a whole lot of information, but when that uh, the murder suicide happens in, in the start of the picture, and you don't, but you're like, oh my god, what what did <laughs> like I'm like what what did the parents do? There must have been there has to be some type of like inciting incident that was like like, like what led or, to or, that. Like, or like what stacking of things. Because like the only information you get in that opening scene is that like the sister's bipolar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even then, it's like I mean, granted, I I don't know enough about bipolar disorder to make that determination. But at the same time, sure. it's like, is that it? Like that's really that's all the information we're getting <laughs> that leads to that. And like freaking Danny's just distressed the whole time. Shitty boyfriend. <laughs> Which and I all will the friends say, are the sh- first time that I ever watched this, I went into it like with an open mind, and I was Team Christian. Oh and no! I rewatched it, and I go, "Wait a second! <laughs> Wait a second! Is this is this like when you were? Did you say you were younger and you were Team Jacob before you were Team Edward? Yes, as far as Twilight yes, is concerned, yep. mm-hmm. I make many mistakes. Regrets. I have a few. <laughs> you know what, though, you you learned. Yes, I learned <laughs> you got very better. quickly. <laughs> now it's just like poor Florence Pugh. I'm mm. glad she. I'm glad. I'm glad she got to have little women though. 
<laughs> and then that, she got that's Black nice. Widow. Uh, so is that really? <laughs> she was the best part of that movie. Yeah, she was. Say. She was the best part. So, and then did she? She had. A, did she have a movie that came out last year? Or something. Don't, don't worry, darling. Oh, Besides yeah. that. Was, was there I mean, she's very one? good in that too. She is very good in that. I was. I will say that movie. I was surprised. I was entertained by it. It's an entertaining movie. <laughs> and then there's Harry Styles. <laughs> We don't talk about that. Remember when they made Harry Styles into an <laughs> incel? Yeah, it's basically yeah, basically Harry Styles is an incel. The the funniest part, not to just completely go on to don't worry, darling, but the, like the funniest part of that whole movie is just that you could like you could tell his American accent, his like British accent seems weird. Then they're like, oh, we're gonna make it so that he's actually American. <laughs> so it's like smart. <laughs> I see you, Olivia Wilde. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but um, but yeah, these two movies, they're definitely. Uh, I will say, I do, I do agree. They're they're definitely you got to experience them. But there's a lot, there's a lot. So just yeah. go in knowing that you're gonna, you're probably gonna like be triggered at some things. There's gonna be moments that you're like, huh? Excuse me. There is some <laughs> levity, like Gabriel Burns burning, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, uh, Adam Warlock peeing on a tree, <laughs> which are both very funny. <laughs> so yes. at least, so yes. at least we know because I guess Ari Aster's next movie with Joaquin Phoenix is supposed to be a comedy. So at least we know it's going to be funny. Hopefully, for the most <laughs> part, yeah. But, 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 but what? But Ari Aster's sense of humor, though. Let's <laughs> let, let's 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 think about this here. <laughs> Oh, oh god <laughs> i am curious about that one though um especially after see um after watching these two and he's definitely an, an interesting an interesting filmmaker for sure um, uh, jo- j- I, this is probably a dumb question but i'm gonna ask it anyway joey just just for you but uh do you, between because he was coming up around the same time as robert eggers so like what who, who would you like more <laughs> I, i'm an eggers guy um I mean, just listen. This is like, like I like I love just ridiculous nonsense, and I think the lighthouse, lighthouse provides that. Northmen, oh my gosh, especially like Nicole Kidman in that movie, so great. <laughs> especially if you Fantastic. watch it at an AMC. <laughs> oh yes, it's double so dose. <laughs> you get you get all the Nicole Kidman you want in one Come go. Come to this place. <laughs> <laughs> to laugh, to cry. To cry. <laughs> somehow, somehow, uh, seeing the ceremonial tree get peed on feels that's, good. That's, that's, what was, that's what I was trying to think of what that line was. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, but now, yeah, watch these movies if you if you haven't just just to experience Again, them. We have disclaimers, so if there's stuff that you know, there's stuff in these movies that you might feel uncomfortable with but if you can i definitely think they're worth checking out even if i didn't love uh midsummer i'm like this is definitely an unforgettable experience thank you caitlin yes thank you you're welcome (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) we see you you, caitlin um but no you know what caitlin what i guess i guess uh, what do you which one do you prefer between these two is my uh, i'm just curious 
I feel like after recently watching Midsummer, I feel like Hereditary is probably my choice out of the two. Mm-hmm. Just it's just overall it's just better. Yeah, just like I, yeah, you get more out of it. And I think it's like it's the first Ari Aster movie, and it's kind of <laughs> like not like he like peaked, but it's like Jordan Peele, Get Out or Us. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I see what you mean. It's like get That's out. That's actually a great. So com- great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you started off so strong, and then at least, at least with us, like I could watch it and I find mm-hmm. it entertaining, and like just kind of like the ridiculousness of it. But then, like when you watch Get Out, though, you're like, this is like lightning in a bottle. Yeah. 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 Even though. For me personally, I'm a big Nope fan. Um, <laughs> nope was good. <laughs> no, listen, I, I'm, listen. I'm a hu- Bo is afraid. I believe is the name of Ari Aster's next movie. That could be his Nope. That could be. Yeah, that might be. It'd be my five star movie. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes Finally, but Ari, that, you that, did it. <laughs> that's a great comparison point, though, Caitlin, because it's like the first movie is like, wow, this is great, and then movie number two is like. Divisive. I know for some people it's like one of their favorites, and then some mm. people are like, "What the hell? Uh, me? What the hell is this?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but both and both experiences are valid mm-hmm. on on some level. Yeah, because uh, that's because that's the craziest thing about. I mean, because the whole this movie particularly has such a like diverse amount of opinions. Because, but even but it's nice to know that at least Ari Aster is even like. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, I think he, I think he calls the movie "The Wizard of Oz" for perverts. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, I think he I, yeah. described it once. And that, uh, that's yeah, yes. <laughs> it's it definitely feels like like one of those movies that's like because you know like we always talk about directors like I made the movie for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is very much only <laughs> for Ari Aster. And he's like, eh, if other people want to watch it, I'll give him that chance. <laughs> this is Avatar to Ari Aster. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> like, I did it. <laughs> Midsummer, the way of water. <laughs> the Midsummer, Midsummer, the way of the way of the sun. <laughs> oh my goodness. Nothing but... like, like old school bear bird to keep your mind at ease. <laughs> You can't be talking to that bear. He tried to kill his people. No, he didn't. Let's He's keep, innocent. <laughs> let's keep this ritual high and tight. I want to be home for dinner. <laughs> I got my pie at waiting for me at home. You shut your pie hole. <laughs> Again, Caitlin, this is just what the show is like. <laughs> but, no... Do we do I guess do we have any other thoughts about the movie I guess? Um uh not re- I mean Ari Aster is definitely a filmmaker to watch out for. Yeah. You know, for sure like um whether you what, what, regardless of your opinion it's like he's is probably always going to make something that's really interesting on some level. So, we'll have to bring you back Caitlin when when Bo is afraid is out. And okay. could, we could Maybe talk we'll about do <laughs> a special pre- a special presentation on Bo is afraid. We could do Bo is afraid and Fuller ado. 
just wait for the both of those. <laughs> now see, I hope Lady Gaga shows up in <laughs> in Bo's Afraid. <laughs> so just get the oh like, God. keep it going. Like they become the new uh, like it couple. Not like just in movies though. I mean, because <laughs> mm, I yes. think I think one of them's married, but in movies, just Lady Gaga walking yeah. Phoenix all the time. <laughs> It all started with Joker 2. We'll have to write that down, Joey. We'll make that happen. (laughs) Putting it on the spreadsheet, Richard. (laughs) You've you've heard it here first. (laughs) Caitlin's coming back for this one, if you're okay with that. See, see, I can't spell the rest of the Joker title, so I said Bo is Joker (laughs) 2. Joker 2 is afraid. <laughs> That's a good one too, actually. Yeah. Uh, but yes, um so I guess I'm not I'm not used to doing the wrap up thing. So uh, Joey does again, that. Yeah, so Caitlin, thank you for for hopping on our show and uh providing your insight into these movies and giving us uh, this double feature. Yes, thank you yes. for having me. Um, so you can follow you can follow Caitlin on Letterbox. We're gonna put her Letterbox link in the um, in our description. Richard, are you gonna say something? I was gonna say she genuinely has some of the like like I really like whenever she posts something in Letterbox. It's always entertaining to me. Yes. So <laughs> yes. I always get excited when she when she watches something because that's usually what we do at work. Her and I is like, well, she'll post something and then we'll just talk about it. She'll be like, it, it was fine. Like my Jack Corner <laughs> fan cams from Puss uh, <laughs> yeah. <Boots> Two. <laughs> which puss in boots 2 is amazing if you haven't seen it oh my god great movie great great movie uh folks which one of these movies do you prefer do you prefer the theatrical midsummer or cat (laughs) do you like cats we (laughs) not not the movie the animal or the movie um (laughs) <laughs> or the movie, sure, whatever. Um, Midsummer theatrical or director's cut. Um, you know, are you excited for Bo is Afraid? Um, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We each have Letterbox. Uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this week's installment of Two Dudes One Double Feature. Check us out next time. Have a good night, everyone, and thank you for coming on the show, Caitlin. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to come back again sometime soon, maybe. Woo! thank you all for listening to two dudes one double feature please follow us on instagram facebook and twitter special shout out as always to john and kenny armstrong thank you guys for everything you do we love you both so much and of course stay tuned for a brand new episode of two dudes one double feature Nobody cooked it.